visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Leadership today is more than just a position in an organization. It's also a mix of proven practices that produce results. Welcome to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Our program will bring you the how and why of successfully led businesses or organizations with not-for-profit goals and how you can apply the Adesis Methodology and make it work for you. Now, here is Dr. Ishak Adesis. Good day. It's quite sunny in California where I am. Beautiful day. And you guys are in the snow. Well, I hope you enjoy snow. You like surfing. You like skiing probably. It's nice to have a sunshine. Somehow it makes you feel very alive, doesn't it? We covered in the previous sessions all about management. Let me summarize in five minutes so that we can pick it up from here, even for those people that did not hear my previous broadcasts. Change gives rise to problems, by definition. Why? Because change means something new is happening. And that's something new. It's called a problem because now we have to decide to make a new decision what to do. And because we don't always have all the information, there is uncertainty. And to implement that decision, there is risk because we might lose more than what we are gaining. Who knows? And because of uncertainty and because of risk, we consider that new event a problem. What should we do? Should we do it? Even if we know what to do. So more change, the more problems. And the faster is the rate of change, the faster problems attack us. That's why modern life is called stress. We are in stress. We have more problems today that we have to address at a higher rate than our ancestors had. When they go to a developing country, sorry, no, underdeveloped, and developing third world countries, I find poor people, but they have a big smile on their face, beautiful, genuine, honest smile. They're not that stressed. People sit in coffee shops, play some, whatever they play there and drink coffee and drink beer. They, they, they have time, all the time in the world. They don't have so many problems. They are underdeveloped. And the more developed the country is, you go to Beverly Hills, very developed, three cars in the garage, different houses all over the United States, maybe even a private plane. And the people are stressed unbelievably. What's going on? High rate of change. High rate of change. 
but you need to address those problems. You cannot just do nothing, you see? You need to solve the problem. You need to decide what to do, and then you have to implement your decision. To decide and not to do anything was a waste of energy. Why did you decide? And, unless you decide not to do anything, then it's okay. You made a decision. Deciding not to do is a decision as well. And by the way, not deciding is a decision. You say, I don't know what to do. I don't know. It's too complicated. Uh, I'm not going to decide. You've just decided. You know what you've decided? To do nothing. And maybe that's the worst decision of them all. So, whenever there is change, there are problems. Whenever there are problems, you have to decide. And you have to implement. If you don't implement, you just decided not to do anything. So you are constantly deciding and implementing whether you are conscious of it or not. Deciding and implementing is called managing. You have to manage change. That's what you're doing all day long. And the more, if you are in a more developed country, the more complex and stressful is your management of your personal life, family life, company, not to mention the president of your country, who is really should be very stressed because the changes and the problems are bigger and faster than ever before in the history of mankind. What to do about it? How to manage well? How to manage change well? This is what the series of my broadcasts are all about. And for those of you who have not heard my previous broadcast, I recommend not to rely just on my summarizing, but to actually go to the archives of Voice America and go and listen to them. Because summary is a summary, it's not enough for the depth that what I try to produce here in this broadcast. And for those of you that got intrigued by what I'm saying or have difficulty understanding my accent, for which I apologize. And by the way, I have an accent in every language I speak and I lecture in four of them and I have an accent in every language I speak, which is the result of my past, the history of my life. I recommend that you go and listen to it once again and once again. Take notes. Or maybe just get a recording and listen to it in the car. You're going to find out a lot of homework by listening to those tips. In 40 years of my consulting, people say that it made a difference in how they manage. Some of them even say it made a difference in their life. And that's the purpose of my broadcast, trying to be helpful and make a difference in the world. So in order to manage change, in order to solve those problems that come from change, you have to decide, you have to implement. You have to make good decisions and implement them efficiently. Easy, right? How do you make good decisions? 
Well, you have to define what a good decision is. A decision is good if it produces the desired results. And what are the desired results? That organization, the system that you're managing, including your personal life, that's a system too, that you need to manage, you better manage your personal life as well, needs to be effective and efficient in the short and in the long run. If the system is effective and efficient, now and forever, you made a good, pretty good decision, right? Nothing is missing. Obviously, you have to implement the decision, but we will cover that part in subsequent broadcasts. What I discovered, that I covered already some of it in my previous broadcasts, is that there are rules, four rules, that if they are performed, the organization will be effective and efficient in the short and in the long run. The P role makes the organization effective in the short run. The A role makes it effective, efficient in the short run. E makes it effective in the long run. And I makes it efficient in the long run. So far, in my previous broadcast, I covered the full three. These are like vitamins, P, A, E, I vitamins. If you do the P roll, fulfill the P roll, if you have the P vitamin, you will be effective. And what is the P roll? To provide, to produce those needs for which the organization exists. Means you have to satisfy your clients, which is measurable by repeat sales. Are they coming back? Repeat demand. For that, you need to know the client needs, which you do by trial and error. And you have to be determined. You don't let go. You continue trying, 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 trying until you hit the bullseye. For efficiency, you need to be organized, logical, systematic, programmed. That is the A-roll, administration. For effectiveness in the long run, you have to prepare today for tomorrow. So when tomorrow needs arise, you are already available to satisfy it. That means you have to be proactive. You have to, uh, to be proactive, you have to be creative. And we need to take risk because there is uncertainty. We do not know exactly what the future is going to bear. And that role is called the entrepreneurial role. An entrepreneur identifies future needs and prepares today to satisfy these future needs. And when the future needs arrive, he is available with organization to satisfy those needs. Ready? Now. What do we need in order to have efficiency in the long run? That is the purpose of today's broadcast. And let me tell you something, maybe by shouting, just to really make you hear me. This is the most important role. It took me 40 years of my life to realize that. 
Let me share you why it's so important after the break. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Join the Adesis Graduate School for online master's and Ph.D. programs. Get involved with in-depth research into how change can be managed on many levels across disciplines and cultures worldwide. The clinical programs train practitioners with methods that have been used with exceptional results by certified Adesis associates and clients for decades. Core concepts include the proven Adesis theory and spiral dynamics, an emerging theory of human social evolution. For more information, go to adesisgraduateschool.org. Learn about applying the Adesis methodology in your organization's decision-making process. Our comprehensive training programs include a three-day introduction to the Adesis methodology, Breakthrough to Prime, and Leading Highly Effective Teams, a detailed seven-day seminar. The seminars are valuable for corporate leaders, key executives, and others involved in the decision-making process. Our trainings are available around the world and in multiple languages. For more information about these and other training programs available, please visit adesis.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. Why is this role so important? And I did not realize it until I became old enough. You know, it's very interesting. As a young man, as a young assistant professor, 47 years ago, I kind of, uh, I don't know, I don't want to call it poo-pooed this role, but I didn't give it any significance. I said, well, you know, we need that, you know, to be efficient in the long run. Oh, the older I become, it comes, I think, with age, with wisdom, with experience. I realize, wait, 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 wait. This is it. This is it. In order to be efficient in the long run, you need to be organic. The word organic now is called a throughput. What we are developing here, whether you realize it or not, is a systems 
a systematic organ, uh, model here. On the left, you have the roles, P-A-E-I. In the middle is these throughputs. And on the right is the output. Let's see. If you do the P-roll, provide for the present client needs, the throughput is called functional. You're doing what you're functioning. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And the output is effective in the short run. See? P, functional, effective in the short run. Input, throughput, output. A is the input. Systematization is the throughput. Efficiency in the short run is the output. Third one, entrepreneuring, E-roll. E the throughput is proactive, makes the organization proactive. And the output is effective in the long run. Now we have the fourth row. We're starting from the right. What will make us efficient in the long run if we are organic? And what is the input that makes us organic? Integration, that is the I row. And why is integration so important? What are you, a preacher? Some kind of a religious leader telling, hey, we have to be one, we have to be together. Why? Why should we? What is the, what, what the idea? What is the big thing here? Well, let's start from the beginning. Let's start from the first, the first, first, first broadcast in this series. And what did we say when we started? And I'm going to repeat it now again. What happens when there is change? Something new happens. And that's something new, we call it a problem. Because we have to decide what to do and we have to implement. But why does change produce problems? Why? Why does change produce something new? Let's put it that way. Why? It is why. It is why. Everything in this world is a system. Oh boy. The space in which our little planet flows, moves, is a system. All the stars are relating to each other somehow. And the Milky Way is part of a bigger system, which is a part of a bigger system. And then you can look at the planet, which is part of the big space system, and it's a system too. And by definition, every system has subsystems. And every subsystem has sub-subsystems, which have sub-sub-sub-sub-sub-sub-sub-systems. It's like those Russian dolls. You open it, there's another small one in it. Except in our case, it is an infinitum. Even when you look at the atom, it's a system too with neutrons and electrons and God knows what else there. Then you open the neutron, you find another subsystem into it. It keeps going and I don't know whether it has an end. 
So what? It is so what? When there is change, the subsystems that comprise the system do not change in synchronicity. They do not change together at the same speed. Some subsystems change faster than others. That creates gaps. Those gaps are manifested in something we call problems. Those gaps is what creates that new phenomena that we need to deal with. And that's why we call it problems. Listen to what I'm saying. Oh, I'm going to shout. I'm going to shout because I, I want you to hear it so much. Problems are nothing more than a manifestation of disintegration. If you have a problems with your plumbing in your house, what's going on? Something is falling apart. Something fell apart already. Why? Because of change. Some part became obsolete, too old, rusted. Or maybe there is a change in weather and your pipes burst. Any time you have a problem, like in your marriage, something has happened. There was a change. The change caused to disintegration. And the disintegration is manifested in what we call problems. You have a medical problem. You go to the doctor. What does a good doctor do? Ask you questions. When did you start feeling the pain? What happened before you felt the pain? How long have you felt the pain? Where do you feel the pain? What are all these questions? What has changed? And what does a good doctor look for? What has fallen apart? What is not working together anymore? If you have a kidney problem, you have the whole body as a problem because it's not working together anymore. If the body did not depend on the kidney, a kidney failure will not be a problem. It's a problem because it impacts the rest of the body. There was disintegration. I'm already giving you a tip how to diagnose problems. Whenever you have a problem, ask yourself the question, what has changed? What has fallen apart? There is a psychological me measurement of stress psychologists use. It's a table with all kinds of events, and every event has certain points to it. Then you add all the points together, and you know how much stress there is in your life. And it goes something like this. Lost your job, so many points. Death in the family, God forbid, so many points. Divorce, so many points. Going on vacation, 
so many points. Who the heck is going on? Change. Change. Change causes problems, causes disintegration manifested in what we call problems. And solving these problems gives us stress because we have to decide and implement. Let me give you a tip. You want to have stress in your family? Try to build a house from scratch together. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a prescription for a divorce. Very difficult. Very difficult. Try managing a business together. Not easy, is it? Why? Change. You have to handle change. You have to handle change together. You have to decide together, implement together. Oh my God, how stressful can it be, right? When I started my institute, I finally learned never hire people you cannot fire. Why? Because there is change and then you get stuck. That's what's wrong in many of these welfare societies where they forbid you to fire or make it very difficult to fire. There are some countries I don't want to mention here because I don't want to be challenged where when you start a company, you have to start a board of directors. Otherwise, you cannot start a company. And then you cannot change the board of directors easily. Go try to be entrepreneurial in these countries. Are you crazy? You cannot handle change. You become a victim. You become, a, I mean, a prisoner. Doesn't work. That's, that's why those countries have problems of economic growth. Because people don't want to build companies. Too difficult, impossible. They cannot manage change. Okay, where are we now? Disintegration is the cause of all problems, whether in your physically, medically, your fighting system, your car is breaking down, or your problems in your marriage, or you have problems in the country, the country is falling apart, or your company is falling apart. And listen to the word falling apart. When we get worried about somebody, what do we say? This guy is falling apart. This guy is coming unglued. And when we are impressed with someone, what do we say? This guy has it all together. This family has it all together. This country has it all together. You realize what you're saying here? Disintegration is a sign of malady, of disease. Integration is a sign of health. Oops, the word health. Just look at the word heal. You know what the word heal comes from? From the German source. It means to make it a whole. To make it one. That's why psychologists say oneness or illness. Are you together, man? Or are you falling apart? So what am I telling you? When there is change, by definition, there is disintegration. And the more change, 
the world is integration. Show me a country with a high rate of change and I will show you a country with a high rate of divorce. Show me a country or parts of a country which has low rate of change and I will show you a low rate of divorce. There is less divorce in Montana and 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 and, and, and I don't know. Dakotas in the United States that there is in California or New York. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Top Leaf is a turnkey management development curriculum that consists of a set of 20 to 30 minute videos presented by Dr. Ishak Adesis, creator of the methodology and founder of the Adesis Institute. The Adesis methodology is considered by many to be a solid foundation for all organizational development. The Top Leaf curriculum is made up of three programs. Top Leaf can be used by individuals, by organizations, and by trainers and consultants looking for new content to offer their clients. For more information about Top Leaf, visit www.adesis.com. Dr. Ishak Adesis is one of the leading management experts in the world. He has written 14 books that address the challenges facing top management. Books by Dr. Adesis can be found in 24 languages. They can be purchased at the Adesis store at www.adesis.com or on Amazon.com. Electronic versions are now available for three of the books with more to come. These books reflect over 40 years of study in the fields of management and organizational change. Pick up a copy of one of the books for yourself or as a gift today. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. So integration and disintegration is what you have to watch as a manager, as a parent, as a leader of the country. Because if change causes disintegration, and disintegration is the cause of all our problems, what is the antidote? What is the solution? What is the medicine? Integration. To heal is to make it a whole. Healers put you together when you're falling apart. Wow. Let me tell you something else as we are there already. Change causes problems which we need to solve. Excellent. 
So we make a decision and we implement. But what happens when we make a decision and we implement? Do you know what happens? You cause another change. So your decisions that you implement are a source of change too. There is a loop here. And now what's happening? Maybe the decision you made and that you implemented that caused change created a new problem. Now the question is if the new problem is bigger or smaller than the problem you tried to solve in the first place. I once saw a cartoon <laughs> of a medical building as you walk into the lobby, there were names and the floor on which every doctor is and their specialization. So doctor such and such cardiology, doctor such and such eye doctor, such, a, such doctor for pulmonary diseases. The last one at the end was Dr. Goldberg, side effects. So you solve a problem on one side, and my God, you could be creating side effects which are worse on the other side, which is maybe the problem with medicine. Medicine does not heal. Medicine deals with the manifestations of the disease. And all these chemicals we take do not necessarily heal, it's the body that heals itself. Some of these medications have side effects. So as we take medication for one disease, we are creating another disease down the road. Healing means to create an, to create an environment, to create conditions for the body to heal itself. And that, by the way, is what my consulting is all about. I changed the whole consulting paradigm. I do not consult. I do not give prescriptions to my clients. I create a climate. I create an atmosphere. I create a process where the client will solve its own problems successfully and in the long run as well. That's called healing, organizational healing. That's what basically we do. We don't call it in this name because we are afraid nobody will hire us because who knows what the organizational healer is. But since you are listening to this broadcast, maybe you understand it. That's what is real and the real thing to do is to heal organizations and not to give prescriptions. Well, let's continue. How do you know whether your decision that you're implementing is the right one? I give you already a tip. Does it lead to further integration or does it lead to further disintegration? I was asked by several prime ministers in the past when the crisis of 2008 started, the financial crisis, Dr. Adiz says, what should we do? And I said, whatever you do, watch it, that your solution does not lead to further disintegration, but it leads to integration. Ah, unfortunately in the United States, all this support to the banks did not lead to further integration. 
They took all that money at very low interest rates that the government is providing and bought treasury bonds of the government which was paying a higher rate of interest and they made millions, millions, millions from the difference without actually helping the economy. So how good was the decision? Lousy, that's how it was. Because it did not lead to integration. It led to further disintegration where the rich become even richer and the poor become even poorer. And the outcome is what? Occupy Wall Street for good reason. The next thing should be Occupy Washington because they're making bad decisions, that's why. All right, guys, let's continue. How do you integrate? How do you integrate? How do you make an organization organic? And what does organic really mean? Now we are going into the how. We discovered the why. Now let's talk into the how. I wish if you're not driving, if you're at the table, that you write down the following words because it's so important. It is so, so, so important. You should have it on a piece of paper in front of your eyes all the time. To integrate. What does it mean to integrate? Column. It is to, every word is important, to change organizational climate, brackets, culture, brackets, behavior from mechanistic to organic. That is what it means to integrate. Oops, that's a very long sentence, so we better cover every word here. First word is the word two, two letters, two, T and O, two. Why is it so important? Because to integrate, it means you have to be an active verb. It's not a passive verb. It does not happen by itself. You have to get off your chair, off your rear end, and do something. It does not happen by itself. What happens by itself is disintegration. If you do nothing, disintegration will happen. Example. Spend a million dollars on the most beautiful garden money can buy. I mean, unbelievable garden. If not million bucks, hundred thousand dollars. Important. I'm not, I don't care how much. And then don't do anything to that garden for two years, let's say. What happened to that gorgeous garden you spent so much money on? Full with weeds. Oh my God, what happened? I always wondered, why is God so gardener unfriendly? Why doesn't he grow flowers? And if we want to have weeds, we'll grow them. Just opposite. You want to have flowers, you have to work on it. Weeds grow by themselves if you don't work on it. It is as if God made a rule. He cannot make decisions for us every day. I mean, there are too many of us. I mean, he's all capable, I know, but it's too much work. He simply made a rule. If you work your garden, you will have flowers. If you don't work your garden, you will have weeds. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I have other, other planets to take care of. You see that? It's up to us. It's up to us. You have to get off your chair, off your rear head, and do something. 
In order to integrate, you have to take the initiative. You have to do something. It does not happen by itself. Disintegration happens by itself. You want to retard your aging and not to die sooner rather than later, to die healthy rather than to die sick, get up, eat right, exercise, sleep right, have a healthy life, hygienic life. It does not happen by itself. You actually have to take your life in your own hands. Same thing with your car. You have to maintain it. Otherwise, it will fall apart. Because you see, change equals life, equals time. Time is destructive by nature. Change is destructive by nature. In professional language, it's called entropy. Things will fall apart with time. You have to swim against the stream. You have to take your life in your own hands. And do what? Change. You have to change. And what does it mean to change? Do something today so tomorrow is different from yesterday. And do what? What do I have to do? What does it mean I have to work the garden? I have to garden my garden. I have to fix my car. I have to take care of my life. What does it mean? What does it mean? You have to change your life from being mechanistic to being organic. What is mechanistic and what is organic? Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The ADESIS management methodology increases the speed at which organizations are able to implement change and solve their problems. The methodology introduces an innovative process, culture, and system that allow organizations to achieve dramatic growth in both revenue and profits. Build your success from within. ADESIS management methodology is delivered by the ADESIS Institute with offices worldwide, introducing a new management paradigm Visit www.adesis.com for the Adesis Institute today. The Adesis Speakers Bureau can present the Adesis methodology and its approach to harnessing the power of change to your top management team. The presentations, either in person or via a live video hookup, can be delivered in a two-, four-, or six-hour format. Participants can derive immediate benefit from the material and put their new knowledge to use right away. For luncheons, corporate retreats, and strategic planning meetings presented in a variety of languages, visit www.adesis.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, 
and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. We have to understand what does it mean to be mechanistic and what does it mean to be organic. Look at the chair. Just look at any chair in your room or whatever. Imagine a chair. Four legs, something to put your back against and something to put your butt on, right? We can evaluate the chair in PAEI terms. Let's check it in P terms. Well, how do we know that this chair is fulfilling the P role? Well, does it fulfill its purpose? How do we know? Sit. You sit and you say, yeah, it feels good. I would like to sit on this chair for a long time. It means it's fulfilling its purpose, which is sitting. Excellent. A, is there any waste? Was it built in a very difficult way or difficult to maintain or things are going to fall apart easily? No. It looks, there is no waste. It's very elegant. Nothing unnecessary. Nothing gaudy. Okay. E. Well, does it fulfill any future needs? My present needs are to sit. What are my potential future needs? Well, is it aesthetical? Is it attractive to look at? Are the colors fitting the needs of the rest of the room or the rest of the furnitures? Or maybe I can use it multiple chairs for a conference and I can stack them on the top of each other. So fulfills another need. What is what? What? Space utilization. You see that? More than the need of sitting. That is the E roll. Now how about the I roll? Aha. Mechanistic versus organic. Let's check what mechanistic is. What will happen to this chair if one leg, the right leg, is broken? Oops. The P function cannot be fulfilled. It's a broken chair. I cannot sit on it. The question should be asked, why doesn't the left leg move to the center of the chair, creating a tripod so the functionality of sitting can be continued? And the answer is, in a mechanistic consciousness, mechanistic culture, mechanistic interdependency, there is no internal interdependency. Every part is for itself. It will require somebody from the outside to come and fix the chair. It will not fix itself. Now look at your hand. Actually, I'm asking you to look at your hand. Do you see a five fingers? Do you see the hand works like a hand? What will happen if one of the fingers breaks down? You don't have a hand anymore, like in the chair, case of the chair. No, you still have a hand. The other four fingers are going to do what? Back up each other and the broken finger to still perform like a hand. How about two fingers are broken? Still have a hand. Three fingers are broken. Still have a hand. Look what happened. In the case of the hand, 60% of the hand is damaged. Three fingers are broken. Still have a hand. In the case of a chair, one leg 
not maybe not even a leg, a bolt is missing, a nail is missing. The chair cannot perform. You remember what happened with the spaceship? One tile, one tile of a multi-billion dollar spaceship was broken, not performing. The whole spaceship exploded in space and people got killed. And here, three fingers are broken. We still have a hand. Which system is more efficient? The organic one. What does it mean? There is internal interdependency. What is it called in sport? Team play. Support each other. Pass the ball. Play together. Right? If you are a coach, what do you tell your team? Play together, guys. You are not alone here. You are a member of the team. Pass the ball. Call each other by name. Support each other. You see that? You are trying to make five fingers perform like a hand. And by the way, which finger is the most important one? Look at your hand. Many people are going to say the pointing finger. That's the most important one. That's why when you go to Europe and you look at their sculptures, usually they have a guy on a horse pointing his hand to the sky with a pointing finger pointing forward. Let's go. That's the way to go. That's called leadership. And I'm saying is, ooh, 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 stop. That finger is the most important finger if the company is young. If the country is young, we need a leader to point the direction, to lead us. That's how you parent your children. You tell them, you give them advice, you point them the direction. But what happens when your child is not a child anymore, is a 40-year-old man or daughter? If you continue telling them what to do, what's going to happen? They will not come to visit your home. That's what's going to happen. They are now independent, emancipated. So what do we do now? What is our role now? Look at your hand. Do you realize that if you don't have a thumb, you don't have a hand? Why is the thumb so important? Because it's the only finger that works with the other fingers and that what makes a hand. If you did not have a thumb, the other four fingers will not be able to work. You will not have a hand. And the only, I don't think it's called a finger in English, it's something else. But I'm going to call it a finger because I don't remember the name of this thing. The thumb is the only part of the hand that works with every finger. It is the thumb that makes the, five, the four fingers work like a hand. And that is also leadership. Whether you should be a leader of a pointing finger or you should be a leader of the thumb, like a thumb, depends where your organization is on its life cycle. Is it young or getting old? or in prime, subject we will cover in future broadcasts. So what does it mean to be organic, to be interdependent internally? Mechanistic, there is no internal interdependency.
there is a dependency on external intervention to make it work. And what's happening? The more we are integrated, the more organic we are interdependent, the more efficient we are in the long run. Why long run? It takes time to build interdependency. And it takes time for the interdependency to express itself. It's very vulnerable too. When you as a human being are together, what's happening? You're more efficient. When you're falling apart, you have pain. You don't know what to do. You go around in circles. You cannot be efficient. You're wasting energy. I think we are there now, my friends. P-A-E-I. If these four roles, four vitamins, are being performed in an organization, in any system, from a country, even on a planet, you can cover that on any level you want, then the system is going to be effective and efficient in the short and the long run. It's going to be functional, systematic, proactive, and organic. It's going to be healthy. And the purpose of a diesel methodology is to make organizations healthy so they can do whatever they want to do. We don't tell you what to do. We help you how to do it right. I think we had enough for today. I hope you're finding this broadcast helpful. I would really like to hear from my audience. I really would like to know how well it's going. Any ideas I can improve, I can be even more helpful. I'm dedicating my time and my effort to be helpful, and I would like to know how helpful I am. And the best measurement is, are you coming back to listen to my tape, right? To my broadcast. And it will be more people listening, more frequently, repetitively, if I'm effective. And in order to be effective, I need to hear from you. So please write to me to ichak at adizes.com. That's my email, and I hope you know how to spell my name, ichak, I-C-H-A-K, at adizes, A, D like in David, I-Z, Zebra, E, Edward, S, adizes.com. Hope to hear from you. I wish you well, and here, listen to each other next week. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week for Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Please tune in again next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, enjoy your weekend and a successful week.